0: And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. All right, y'all. Yeah, Chuck, you ready to dive into some home training? We're doing this. This is part one of a three-part series. We're going to dive on into it. What do you think, Chuck? You ready to rock? I'm ready to rock. Let's do this. Awesome. And I have to give you credit, honestly, Chuck, before we dive into this. So everybody knows this was, uh, Chuck's idea just right off the jump. So I, I appreciate the thought behind it. And talking specifically on part one, motivation for training at home, kind of giving you guys, we want to give you some actionable steps. I have three tips laid out in front of me that I wanted to kind of bounce off of you, Chuck. And obviously we'll go back and forth with that insight for everyone to take away from it. But as everyone can see, if you're watching on the video, obviously if you're listening, we'll keep riding through but I would highly recommend watching the video and look at Chuck's awesome home setup I normally wouldn't have you looking at mine but mine is under construction right now as I showed Chuck before this is a <laughs> <laughs> so Chuck's is a great example of um I don't think obviously everyone's going to be able to put that kind of a home gym together and maybe you guys want to even go more than that but I thought it'd be a good visual to just reference off of so Starting with motivation motivational training animals. because If you don't have the motivation to actually do it, you have the best equipment, you can just spend all the money, you can have the best plans, but if you don't actually do it, it's not going to do anything. So let's start with that. Um, Chuck, to you, I wanted to talk to you because you were really embracing home training even before I got all my equipment and my fun stuff. So I wanted to hear just from your own eyes, from a personal perspective, what were you able to do or how did you get started with that transition from being at the gym to now being at home and getting your work in.
1: Yeah, so I I essentially was at the gym the last day before we went on full lockdown. You know, I'm at the gym every single day. That's part of my life. And uh, we went into a lockdown and immediately I started, you know, trying to come up with ideas as to how I can stay active uh, with not having any access to any gyms whatsoever. Jiu-jitsu was closed down. Uh, You couldn't get into a gym. Everything. We were all on lockdown. Couldn't go anywhere. Uh, So... I just started coming up with body weight type of movements that my wife and I could do in the backyard. Um, so, we were doing just basic hit workouts. And it got to a point where, you know, no matter how hard I tried to come up with a variation, you can only put together so many HIIT workouts and do it and stay motivated. So, then we started incorporating going on runs. And then, you know, after that got a little boring, we went back to the HIIT workouts, and just various things that we could do to stay motivated. And I said to myself, you know what? I just got to pull the trigger and completely come up with something that it's gonna be my own personal space, because I, I personally, I don't feel comfortable going into a gym wearing a face mask. I don't like training with a face mask on. Some people, it's okay, and, and they're okay with it. Me, personally, I suffer from anxiety, like I can't breathe, and I start freaking out um, when, I, when I'm not able to breathe. So, especially when I'm, I'm putting that type of stress on my body when I'm working out, I don't wanna feel like I'm being suffocated by a face mask, so I came up with the idea to do this and completely gut my garage and, you know, make it my own space, make it my own gym for my wife and I to, to come in here and train. So that way we, number one, we know we're safe. Um, you know, it's it's pretty much only us coming in here. I have a couple of friends come over from time to time and work out, but it's it's us in here. Uh, I, I wipe everything down as soon as we're done with everything. And uh, we don't have to wear a mask. So what I did was just, I started looking at all the resources that are out there going on Rogue, Rogue Fitness, Um, Going on Facebook Marketplace, which was a great, uh, you know, a great resource for me because to get free weights was like impossible. I went to a couple of resellers in the beginning of when I put it together. So the lockdown happened in March and all through March, April, May, we were doing these type of home hit workouts, running, trying to stay active, trying to stay motivated, you know, and realistically, you know, you come home from a long day of work. If you're not motivated to get into the gym, and do a workout and the first thing you do is come home and sit on the couch chances are you're not going to get back up and go to a workout if you start unwinding and you're not you know really driven from the conception of coming home or as soon as you get up in the morning but you know you're 90 percent likely to fail if you come home from work and you sit down on the couch and you're not going to get up to go to the workout um so in the beginning of end of may beginning of june that's when i really started looking on uh what resources i could find and you know and i went a little extreme from the wall panelings to the commercial flooring that i put down to you know getting seven 150 pounds of free weights and a a rack and put a sauna over here I went extreme you know for you know the the regular person who's going to come home and just want to get a workout in you don't need to go as extreme as like you or I did you can piece together a functional you know gym for yourself on a very low budget I mean, I'm going to move you up over here a little bit. And I mean, that rack that I have over there with all of the resistance bands, you can do everything that a commercial gym can offer you with being creative with resistance bands. Um, so you can get yourself an anchor, put it against, you know, put it on mounted on the wall, put an anchor high, put an anchor low. Now you've got high and you've got low stuff that you can do with resistance bands and if you're if you know listen if you're not a trainer and if you're not like creative enough to put together a workout that's why we've got guys like you and I out there
0: and, and to just piggyback on your point there, because we're going to, and in this three-part series, we're going to dive in on the next one a little bit more about equipment, pricing, our recommendations on maybe the best choices, especially, and just to give you guys a preview, to piggyback on what you're saying here, Chuck, is we can look at price points. Like, I think of it as almost three price points. You know, the sub $500 price point of like how I can get some stuff together for my gym for less than 500 bucks, the 500 to like $5,000 price point, which is, I know that's a wide window, but there's kind of like a lot in there that we can work with. And then- yeah. the- 5,000 plus window where you're really going to add additional things. And we can break that down in that part two series, but I wanted to kind of pull back a little because you mentioned a really important point with mindset and motivation, right? Especially after work, obviously, thankfully hopefully most of us are obviously still be able to work transitioning work from home and i know that's kind of a rough pain point for still some people with facing employment situations there and the impact it's had on careers and family life and like you said maybe you're working from home all day and you're actually not leaving the office or maybe you're back in the office and i'm sure some of us have probably figured out a way to make that space like this is my workspace this is where i get things done and you can see how that impacts productivity and at least getting things done and same idea with to me having the motivation instead of going to the couch sitting down even if the gym's in the room next door if it, your living room's your gym having a separate space to stay motivated thinking about your environment to say hey you know what if my living room is my my gym too, and, and hey, I, I did that myself, honestly, when we first started, even though I had my garage and we were trying to figure out that and get that allocated, still being able to say, you know what, I'm going to work out here, but not having a dedicated space to it was kind of rough that I noticed, and to, to piggyback, like you said, going to the couch versus having that separate space, if you can create that separate environment or space or dedicate, even if it's your bedroom, or I'm sorry, guest bedroom or outside, or even if it is your living room, make sure that you have the environment to support you like i put up some posters i put up some quotes like i have this little this little thing that talks about you know what is a coach and for whatever reason that motivates me when i'm working out too not just when i'm working with clients or yes. you know things like that on the wall like like look behind your, over chuck's left shoulder even a little visual like that i think the slow turn right like little visuals or little things like that i think help complement the environment
1: Yeah, like, again, when we started doing our home workouts, again, it was was March, April, it was still fairly cold outside, so we were doing a lot of our workouts in our living room, and I just, again, it's our living room, it's our family room, you know, but what I did was I I hung my resistance bands up there, Uh, I brought, like, foam rollers, you know, anything to make it into somewhat of a little gym space for ourselves, you know, just have some gym equipment up there. And again, once I was done with it, I would bring it down I would put it in the garage and I would turn it back into our family room again. Um, But when I was gearing up to go work out and get my wife to go work out with me, the more I could make that into somewhat of a little gym just to give those visuals, visual cues to make us stay motivated, it was been yeah. There's a couch there. Yeah, there's a TV there. Um, yeah, it's easy to just pop on the couch and turn the TV on. But to find that drive and to really stay motivated by setting up those visuals, it made it its its own little vibe, you know, its own little gym resource. Set up a little speaker, throw some music on, get into the zone, you know, get mentally into that
0: space where you know you're going to put a good workout in. And and I I think that's actually a great transition. It's like you're reading my mind here, Chuck. With the next bullet point, I even had of using affirmations and mindset and little tricks like that, even the visual compliments uh, and having a playlist, having music. So when I talk about affirmations, this is something we even talk about in the action taker course, our 28 day challenge nutrition reset, um, being able to look at, you know, a, a phrase or a mantra that you say to yourself, like, for example, Muhammad Ali has such a popular one that I've seen plastered in all these different style of posters is like, you know, it sucked training, right? I didn't want to do it, but I said to myself, suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. It's kind of a long mantra, but like having that affirmation or mantra for yourself to power you through, because listen, even in my, like Chuck, preparing for a fight, you can speak to this firsthand or doing jiu or even to myself preparing for a fight. Like you don't always want to train. And even in the normal j- training situations. Honestly, last night I did the assault bike because I put it together. I didn't want to do it. I did it for 10 minutes. I was like, I'm just going to get on it. It sucked, honestly. It was not fun and I didn't want to do it, but I did it because I knew I had that mindset and that built around. I had my playlist, but I also had this mantra. Um, that, that I repeat to myself is just do it. Just try it. Just do one minute. Just do one more rep. That's my thing is just do one rep and then see how you feel. So I challenge everybody to come up with an affirmation or a mantra that basically allows you to say, Hey, these are the positive qualities that I have. Like I'm strong. I made it through this or I made it through that. Now, how can you leverage that into your training to remind you why you did it? Um, so that was like the second kind of point there that I wanted to pull out from what you said. And I wanted to just tie that in because I think this piggybacks well of to your point, too, being tired or going on the couch, having that change of scenery and looking at finding consistency in your routine, whether it's if you feel like, hey, the end of the day, I'm shot. I'm not going to work out. Well, maybe you can carve out 15 minutes in the morning and you're feeling right. energized, but keeping that time, blocking out that time. Like, for example, I'm, this is going to sound crazy and tell me what you're thinking about this stuff. I still drive by my gym, even though I don't go to it. I just drive by it. And sometimes I'll sit in the parking lot or I sit by the gym just so I have that time allocated to be in that space. That, I know that kind of sounds crazy, um, but I literally – and not I don't always do it, but I think it's important to say, hey, if I work out at 6.30, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I'm going to keep that consistent even if the environment changes. Of course.
1: You know, again, it, it, you have to kind of mold around your schedule and how your body feels. So listen to your body. If you know that, you know, you had a stressful day and you have a stressful job, and by the end of the day, you're just completely drained and shot – Take that and know that in the morning time, you can you get up a half hour early in the morning time. If you're a morning person, if you're not so much of a night person, cortisol levels may be spiking in the morning time. Get up, you know, set the alarm for, you know, half hour early. Get up, throw, come right out of bed, go down to your space. You, just, you can work out in your pajamas. It doesn't matter. You're, you're Who's there? Who's there? Who cares? <laughs> you know, so, but listen to what your body's saying to you so if you're coming home every day from work or if you're getting done if you're working from home and you're just like listen I had a long day I'm shot I really don't feel like working out listen to what your body in the morning time you could be feeling a lot better set your clock a half hour earlier get up do a half hour workout and then go to work so it's just it's listening to how your body's reacting and then just you know accommodating off of that You know, and again, setting up that visual space, getting in that space. You know, again, if you're working from home all day and you're in sweatpants all day long, one of the cues that you can do though, is just change. Get out of your sweatpants, throw some gym clothes on, put some music on and go. You know, if you're sitting behind a computer all day and you got a nice, you know, you're doing the Zoom calls, you got a nice top on, but you got your sweatpants on. Because, you know, we've all done that. (laughs) You know, reset your mind to take five minutes Go throw some gym clothes on, throw some music on. And just even that little cue, they give you enough motivation to want to get that workout done by just changing and, and resetting the way you feel by changing your clothes.
0: Yeah, and just to piggyback on that too, Chuck, to have that transition in time of like, all right, this is my work time, this is my gym time, and having that transition. This is something that I've tried before too to, to, to just piggyback on that. And I've seen others. So I, I, I kick it to everybody. Just give it a shot of – literally just like you said you're gonna change your clothes get in that mindset put a playlist go in your car drive around the block as if you were driving to the gym and then you pull like obviously nothing changed but it's there's that transition in space from i was doing this to now i'm doing that There's so much when we have routine like i have routine written down for us to kind of piggyback on having that consistent time or having that routine that we're developing but being able to have that part of the routine where it's like you're breaking up your day because if it all just bleeds into itself it can be a mishmash of like I don't even know if, you know like what's going on where I am getting the most out of it, being in the moment for that workout so I think that's a really highlighted piece I wanted to pull out that you mentioned and yeah I, I like again because we're diving into a, a three-part series I wanted to keep it around motivation and one thing I heard that it was just kind of like a bonus piece also for you guys watching visually I don't have hair so this cord i pretend is like i have long hair and i'm like wicking it back so i just want you guys to know so if you're Dude, watching yeah, I'm, your trying to, I'm, I'm trying to like pretend as if i have hair um so for anyone like, w- listening, listening on the audio <laughs> just one that's all i need like it's like a ponytail anyone listening i highly recommend check out the the youtube video so you can see me like this actual what, what it would it look like with hair um, but with that being said one of the common questions that I hear that was kind of a bonus from the bullet points that I had of yeah I'm motivated in the morning I'm, I'm ready to get after it I even you know I, I bought you know um, a, a killer workout program from Chuck or from Mike we got our, our, our life of a fighter program but after two weeks I'm just I'm not I'm not motivated like I, I and there's two things that I commonly think happen from our experience with clients and I'm curious to hear you speak to this Chuck is, A, you have expectations that are not realistic, like you're going to lose 10 pounds in a week and your body's going to have this magical transformation. And two being able to just know what you're doing. And maybe sometimes people don't actually have a plan. They went on YouTube, they Google it. And those are great to just get something, but I highly recommend being able to have a thought out plan. Like even what we're building behind the scenes with a new eight week program or with our um, our pro coach program. And even in our fitness, while having these program templates to be able to say like, I have structure, I have the routine. I know that what it's going to look like. And if even I have to make an adjustment, like you said, one day I I audible and I say, you know what, I'm going to push this to tomorrow. You know what that's going to look like because you have a plan in place yeah I mean
1: and that ultimately was like my drive in the beginning when I was doing these hip workouts I knew what I was going to be doing and then after a couple weeks I kind of got bored with the program and then I would have to go back and as a trainer I'm able to go back and, and look at what I'm doing and look at what my goal is and I adjust my workout plan based upon what my goal is you know and again that motivation and that drive I get it. You know, if, if you're not seeing results right away, or if you're just getting bored with your workout, I I can understand it. I mean, I've been there, everybody's been there, but that's where, you know, again, if you go online and you buy a program from somebody and you're not happy with the program, talk to the person that you bought it from, maybe you can get a a modification. I mean, we do modifications all the time for somebody. And it, again, it depends on your goals, but you have to be willing to give the program time. It's not going to be magic and, and work, you know, overnight. I didn't get like this overnight. Mike, you didn't get like you did overnight. We put time and energy into our own physical fitness to get the way we are. I've been lifting pretty much my entire life.
0: I saw the pictures, um, Chuck. I seen those kid pictures. Seen the kid pictures. But I mean,
1: and I understand that like it's a process and it does take time. You know that's why I like to, you know in some of my workouts that I do, like we just talked about the eight week program that we're doing. Weeks one through four are are the same workout, but then we change it up in weeks six through you know six through eight or four through six. So one through four, four through six, and then six through eight. So we spread it out over time and we chop the body a little bit after week after week. Um, so we're 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 giving that person. A good eight-week program, but that program will transition and change over time period So the first four weeks, you're, you may be doing the same thing. You have to understand that that's a foundational thing. The first four weeks, so you got to put that time and let the program work for you. So Legos? you may be bored. You may be bored with it yet, yeah, Legos. You may be bored with it, but you know, change up your playlist. You know, just you know, change up the playlist and change up the way you're kind of approaching it. And then before you know it, you're going into week five and you're like, oh, that's a completely different thing. It's, it's you know, great. Now I've got a couple more weeks where things have changed for me. Uh, and again, if you've gone online and you've bought a program and it's if you feel like it's not working for you, reach out to the person that you bought the program for and just ask for a modification. Uh, I was working out today and I was doing lateral raises and my elbow didn't feel great. So I had to come up with a modification of it uh, because my elbow was just in pain. You know, and, and again, if you if you buy a program and if you're trying it and it's just not working out for your body and you're not feeling good about the program, just verbalize that to the trainer that you bought it from. I'm sure they'll work out with you, especially us.
0: Yeah. Buy that, and that's, like, yeah, I think mean, that's a great point is the communication side. That's something we always encourage clients or even the, like you guys listening right now, even if you have yet to buy anything, if you haven't, if you've been thinking about it, anything like that, reach out to us. Like I'm always happy to answer questions too. And we, you may be surprised with the, the potential options we'll have, because a lot of times I think people have, and, and we've, we've had this discussion on, you know, I like to think we do a good job of explaining things. But sometimes. It, you can ex- you have expectations versus reality and they don't always line up so to communicate that and to be able to understand that and then also being able to know like an added plug for honestly what we do is you know, the motivation around training at home is one piece. But if you're still eating garbage and you're still not transitioning the other parts of your life, and that's where I think that the, our 28 day nutrition challenge and reset comes into play as a complement to the programs that we do. And even with our pro coaching clients, which is our one-on-one like monthly custom planning and even the fitness nutrition vault that we have that has our template plans and exclusive content and things like that to be able to not only just do the training piece, but to have the nutritional piece and the accountability that comes out. I think that's the biggest thing we talk about all the time. That most people, when you got by these programs, you're not getting accountability. So, if you don't have accountability from the coach, A, maybe reconsider and talk with us, or B, just find an accountability buddy like me, me and you. Like, even if we didn't do this, you would be my accountability buddy no matter what.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, and ultimately, you say that word accountability. And, and you know, when you're working out, you, not a lot of people understand, you know, what that means in total. I mean, you know, you're a trainer, I'm a trainer. You know, one of my philosophies is every coach needs a coach. Um, but if I didn't have things to piggyback off of you, and like, say, hey Mike, what do you think of this? And, and have that accountability back, I know I would slack in my workouts. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I 100% know that I would slack in my workouts. To have that accountability with either a coach or an accountability buddy, would like you said, it's phenomenal just to have that resource to be there. Uh, even if it is just a, hey, you want to come over and, and, and grab a quick workout with me? Sure, let's come over and grab a quick Or what are you doing? Call up your friend. Hey, what you just got home from work. What are you doing? I'm going to work out. Boom. I'm going to be motivated enough to go work out as well too. Um, so yeah, definitely look into to, to either contacting us or find an accountability buddy.
0: Bam. And with all that being said, I think we're going to kind of wrap it up for part one. This is just one part of the three-part series so we touched on some fun parts. Even the next one we're going to talk about in part two is looking at, all right, now we know you want the home gym. You have motivation. You've kind of set yourself up. You've even done the body weighted routine, or you've taken advantage of even some of the content we have. And I'll put in the description below, I'll put some links to resources we have that are free and also some, some of our paid programs and options that we have that you can really level it up for the premium points and accountability. But next one, we're going to talk about building that home gym the equipment the prices um and, and some of the things that we like and recommend and there's also a great youtube channel i wanted to plug to prep you guys for it is garage gym reviews that was actually one that i really started to consistently watch and bought a lot of my equipment either based off of or chose to use different equipment and i guess maybe one more plug fun fact by the way um if you are having so hard time getting bumper plates or weight or equipment reach out to us um we are fortunate enough to have some wholesale relationships to be able to to acquire weights and plates um may not be obviously depending on where you're at may not be able to ship it to you or get it to you but reach out to us let us know and i'm also making concrete plates for fun that could be something you could be resourceful and check out yourself so that was all what i wanted to just sum it up i want to kick it back to you chuck because i know you're also gonna have a fun weekend ahead That hopefully we're gonna get some cool a day in the life of a coach content coming from
1: Yeah, I'll definitely give you some uh, day-in-the-life stuff. Uh, One thing that I just wanted to touch on real quick that you kind of, and I'm going to use your reference, piggyback on. You mentioned um, finding the motivation and especially tying in the nutrition. If we're eating like garbage, we're feeding bad bacteria, which is going to send those signals to our brain to say, hey, listen, we're tired we're slow, we're in a funk, we don't want to work out. It all ties into each other. So if we're eating healthy, we're feeling healthy, our motivation is there to work out. So, you know, you're going to have to eventually invest in your health, whether it's now or years down the road. So invest in your health now. You feel better now. You know, and, and that's what Mike and I always do. We've obviously invested in our own health with our garage gyms that we do, with our education that we do, with the nutrition that we do. And, you know, I feel amazing. I'm 45 years old and I feel absolutely amazing. I do jujitsu with 20, 30-year-old guys and I'm holding my own all the time. I'm in the gym constantly. I feel great. Boom. Um, I know, Mike, you feel good. You, you want to feel good in life. And I understand there needs to be a balance. We want to have fun. You're going to, I'll, I'll definitely send you some videos of the day in the life of a coach. I'm going to go have fun this weekend, but then I'm going to tie it back into going back into my healthy regime and, and, and staying on that healthy track so I can feel better. Hey, I may not feel better tomorrow morning when I wake up because I'm going to go have some fun tonight, but then I'm going to tie everything back into it. Monday morning, I'm going to be back in the gym and I'm going to be doing my thing. So that's that's a real takeaway from this is you got to invest in your health either now or later because years down the road, it may be too late. You know? So let's do something healthy for yourself now.
0: am powerful words. We're going to wrap it on that and we'll see you guys on the next episode in part two. And again, just a reminder, leave a review, reach out to us. We have all the info below. Appreciate you guys. Thank you, Chuck, as always. And uh, have a good weekend, everybody.